I'm David Heitler Clevens. And I'm Rodney Wittenberg. And this is Music for the New Revolution. And it's a solemn day here at Music for the New Revolution. Yes, because uh, one of the most wonderful human beings, activists, and political protest topical songwriters and performers, Anne Feeney, uh, has died recently. And uh, one of the many losses that we've had from COVID, but I think for uh, a program like ours, where we're celebrating music and social justice, it's maybe one of the biggest ones because uh, Anne Feeney was really an amazing, amazing force, a force of nature. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I've been saying to Rodney, one of my biggest disappointments about losing Anne is that we never got a chance to interview her for this podcast because she would have been a perfect yeah. person to interview. Yeah, she would have been a wonderful person to interview. And I did not know her music, so it's been a joy and, and sad getting to know some of her songs and also finding out about her, which is pretty amazing and impressive. And uh, I wish I had got to meet her. I wish you had too. And I, and I wish I knew her better because I, I did know her, especially through the people's music network Mm -hmm. and occasionally through some, um, you know, protests and things that we were at the same, at the same time. But, um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't presume to say that, you know, I was really close to her. So mm-hmm. uh, it's very sad for me, but many of my friends who, you know, did a lot of performing with her and who were much more close to her, of course, it's it's even more devastating to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're losing the, uh, those who were there at the uh, beginning of, of the, of the mid 20th century wave of uh, protest music. Yeah, and I think, you know, Anne's a little bit later than that because, you know, she, I think really, um, at least the earliest album that I have of hers is from right around 1990. I think she might have started in the 80s, but, um, you know, she isn't the old guard of the, you know, Pete Seeger generation or anything like that. Well, it says that she started her singing career in 1969 as a student activist playing a Phil Oak song at a Vietnam War protest. (laughs) Yeah. So... But yeah, I, so that's true. She did have a, a longer history than um, than the recorded history, I think. Mm-hmm. Would, would you know when her first album came out? Uh, let's see. Looks like her first... In 92, you're right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look to the Left was her first recording uh, album-wise, and uh, yeah, it came out in 92. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw her was at a house concert that the Philadelphia Folk Song Society put on in the Mount Airy neighborhood of Philadelphia, and... Uh, I was just blown away by her. I mean, mm-hmm. she was so, she had such a powerful voice, a powerful mm-hmm. personality. Uh, later on, we're going to play this song, B-Side, which she mm-hmm. covered. That's a, a song by uh, Peggy Seeger. And she did it so theatrically. She was, you know, menacing the crowd uh-huh. and lunging out at people. And it was just like, you know, it was it was a whole kind of political theater kind of a thing. Yeah. And it was, it, it just, you know, was, was uh, floored me, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, not knowing her music and, and you know, what are the, I guess one of the strange things about being introduced to someone uh, after they're gone and is that y- you listen to the first song and you go, oh, okay, that's what they do. And then you listen to the, the next song and you're like, oh, they do that too? And where that would have been an evolution over a period of time, you're listening to this whole body of work as it, it almost seems like it all happened at once, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like someone discovering it all at like, once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and she is 
somebody I think who from the very beginning, at least of recording, was very eclectic and mm-hmm. stood out in that way because a lot of her fellow political musicians were very folky yeah. and she could really rock out. And uh, yeah. uh, there's a recent um, punk uh, uh, cover of one of her songs, War on the Workers by Union Thugs <laughs> that I uh, got pointed the way to by David Rovix. So we'll hear a little testimonial from later on. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, the fact that punk people recognized her mm-hmm. uh, as, you know, somebody to cover is is not that surprising. And uh, you know, it's it, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, I think she's she's done reggae, she's done uh, Nueva Canción, she's done Irish stuff. Mm-hmm. She has a whole album mostly of Irish yeah. stuff, I think. Uh, so it's pretty pretty varied and and eclectic. Yeah, I was pretty amazed to find out that she was a lawyer and worked as a lawyer for uh, twelve years before pursuing her uh, music and activism. Uh, it, it, it just she's the real deal <laughs> like, yeah like she could yeah. sing a protest well, and she song. really was the real deal in terms of the activism too because mm-hmm. she really put her body on the line literally uh, many many times mm-hmm. and uh there's some great photographs around uh of her you know lying down in front of something <laughs> in civil disobedience uh-huh. and you know uh the the protests uh down at fort benning against mm-hmm. the school of the assassins or school of the americas mm-hmm. uh and uh you know all kinds of things she, she's just, just like if she could be there she mm-hmm. was there. <laughs> yeah. So it was really funny. Uh, one of the things that was striking to me when I started listening to the music and, and reading about her and seeing, okay, she's from Central PA. It's a, Wow, how do you get lefties out of Central PA? Oh, interesting. Okay, well. And then I reading some more and then listening to the music, I thought, hmm, you know, if I was in the right frame of mind, this could, I, I could, like this could be libertarian or kind of conservative and then i thought no i'm just making up connections of dots that's that's not true and then i was listening to an interview with her and there was this song she was playing she goes yeah i stopped playing that song for a while because the libertarians were following me around and they all loved it Hmm. (laughs) and and it just made me think how in on some issues just how close the far left and far right are not racist part of the far right but you know just on 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 you know the worker and workers rights and uh social justice causes it's it's interesting it, it just it, it and um it's just interesting that she spoke about that too, like like how yeah. her, how her music was perceived. I mean, I don't hear people on the right saying saying much about workers and workers' rights, but I think I I know what you mean. I mean, I guess you know the place where I sometimes see there being some similarity is like when you get the kind of some of the, you know, anarchist sort of things that sometimes mm-hmm. Utah Phillips would talk about yeah. and libertarian, you know, just sort of like against government involvement y- yeah. at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That that sometimes kind of yeah. can mm-hmm. come together. But but it is it is interesting how, um, you know, there, there's those points of of similarity, but then there's so many ways that they <laughs> right. come together. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, and she was having a laugh at it when uh, she was being interviewed, but uh, yeah, I, I really fell in love with her music, and um, and her, and, 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 and you're right, the other thing that I, I just was impressed by was her musical diversity, you know, going through the tracks, hearing like a boogie-woogie tune, and then uh, you know, a traditional Celtic some music and uh you know some folky stuff some rock stuff it, it was and and it, and it didn't seem out of place it all felt very natural 
Yeah, I think that's the thing that strikes me about her too. There's an authenticity to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's lots of people who will dabble in all kinds of musics, mm -hmm. but um, what I what has always stood out to me about her was that when she does something that rocks, it really rocks. Yeah. And when she does something Irish, it sounds you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like there's a, there is that sense of authority to when she does stuff, and it, it's I think it's partly that she, you know, just as in the activism, she put her whole self mm -hmm. into everything she did, and so it nothing was half-assed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't make them like that anymore, do they? <laughs> Unfortunately. Wow. Well, let's hope that they're, <laughs> and and let's hope that you know people will be inspired by her example mm -hmm. as a human being and as an activist and as a musician, and maybe you know maybe even some people will be introduced to her from this particular tribute and mm -hmm. uh, will will want to you know follow her lead mm -hmm. in certain ways and. And, uh, you know, I certainly know a lot of people and we've gotten a lot of testimonials mm -hmm. from a whole bunch of people who've been touched by her mm -hmm. and her work. And um, and so there is that way of her living on in the, uh, you know, her spirit mm -hmm. living on in, in others uh, and keeping that going. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, I really like this format that we're using for this particular show. We did it for the uh, Woody Guthrie show a couple months ago. And uh, you'll be hearing more. I'd love to hear from people out there about how you feel about it. Uh, so send us a message or put a post on our Facebook page and just let us know. Because just hearing from so many musicians talk about the music is so meaningful and powerful. Because uh, you usually don't get to hear that, that you know, other, other than, uh, you know, maybe if you're at a concert and someone's doing a cover of a song, they may talk about the artist who did the cover. But... To look at the list of musicians here, some some of them we interviewed, right, <laughs> and have been mm -hmm. on our show, and to see and hear them speak about her is uh, it it's just amazing. Yeah, I I agree with you, Rodney. I like this um, this, and I'm glad that we're you know doing this format periodically where we. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of share the microphone with more people because, mm -hmm. you know, of course, we, we like to talk, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we also like to hear from other people, and this gives us an opportunity to to spread that around. Yeah. So should we uh, just give uh, people a little sample of what they're going to be hearing? Yeah, let's let's um, get started. And so mm -hmm. we're going to sort of be we'll, – we'll mostly be absent for a while and, and let you hear people talk, other people talk and, and other – you know, and, and, and mostly Anne singing her songs uh, and occasionally singing other people's songs. Um, so the first person who's going to you're going to hear from talking is Neil Gorfinkel, who I know through the People's Music Network. And he mentions a song, probably her most covered song, including being covered by Peter, Paul and Mary, uh, is Have You Been to Jail for Justice? So yeah. he mentions that. So you'll hear that song yeah. uh, after he talks a little bit. And then uh, Ben Grosscup will give us a quote about her song, Shell Game. Yep, and he'll also mention, we're nursing as fast as we can, so you'll also hear that song. <laughs> and then we'll hear from Roy Zimmerman and uh, her song, B-Side. Right, and that's that song that I mentioned before that's mm -hmm. by Peggy Seeger that mm -hmm. uh, Jenny and I also do. It's a very ingenious song that sort of flips the script on gender. Uh, and then we'll hear Pat LaManna and uh, a song, not specifically that she talks about, called uh, National Health Care Now with a great Bo Diddley beat. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Terry Kitchen will give us a quote. 
and that'll be followed by the song "I Married a Hero," which is which has a wonderful Celtic feel to it. Yeah, and then I, I thought it would be fun to hear she she basically did that song or the subject of that song in Spanish as a Nueva Canción song, but it's it's basically the same song but not musically. Um, so it's based. Same theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll hear uh, labor organizer Ed Knox, uh, followed by We Just Come to Work Here and Scabs, a couple uh, labor-oriented songs, which Ann Feeney, of course, did a lot of. And then uh, Billy Jonas will give us a quote, and then we'll hear War on the Workers. Yeah. And then Vicky Ryder from The Raging Grannies, and then Whatever Happened to the Eight-Hour Day, which is a song she mentions. And our good friend Reggie Harris will give us a quote, and then we'll hear Rich Man's House. Yeah, and that's that great song you might have heard from the uh, Resistance Revival Choir. Uh, there's some great videos of them doing that song, uh, and a lot of people probably don't know that that Anne had something mm-hmm. to do with creating that song. Uh, and then we'll hear Peter Alsop, and he's going to talk a little bit about Anne and then sing a little bit of a song as part of his uh, spiel, uh, yeah. a song in tribute to Anne that's an old song from Cy Khan. Yeah. And then we'll also hear Rebuild America, Keep Hope Alive. So uh, here we go. Yeah. Hey, folks. Neil Gorfinkel, retired union organizer, Bloomfield, New Jersey. When I first met Anne Feeney, Back in 1985, I was absolutely blown away by her equal ability to capture a crowd on a, on a cabaret stage with her deep repertoire of Irish songs and uh, folk music, as well as uh, topical songs. And she was equally comfortable there as on a picket line or at a rally. Um, and she, I had recently joined the uh, People's Music Network and have been uh, putting together concerts with folks that uh, exemplify what I felt was the importance of connecting music and culture with the ability to build a progressive movement. And Anne was one of the best at uh, connecting those two things. Um, And uh, I absolutely loved everything she did and uh, saw her perform as often as I could, uh, both around New Jersey as well as in Pennsylvania and at uh, other events around the Northeast. Uh, Recently found out that uh, we even go back further than I thought. Found out that the first time that uh, Anne went to jail for justice was back in the 1972 Republican uh, re-coronation of Richard Nixon down in Miami, Uh, Miami Beach, I guess it was. And and I I was there too, one of the first big rallies where I was tear gassed along with uh, my friends from Vietnam Veterans Against the War. I am absolutely devastated by her loss, but um, she's going to keep inspiring me as well as she's going to be inspiring everyone else who ever heard her perform. Anne Feeney, Presente. Always love her. Thank you. Was it Cesar Chavez? Maybe it was Dorothy Day. Some will say Dr. King or Gandhi set them on their way. Justice, you're in good company. Have you been to jail for justice? I want to shake your hand. Sitting in and lying down, always to take a stand. Have you sung a song for freedom? 
watch that picket line. Have you been to jail for justice? Oh, you're a friend of mine. You law-abiding citizens, listen to this song. Laws were made by people, and people can be wrong. Once unions were against the law, but slavery was fine. Women were denied the vote and children worked the mine. The more you study history, the less you can deny it. A rotten law stays on the books till folks with guts defy it. Have you been to jail for justice? I want to shake your hand. Sitting in and lying down are ways to take a stand. Have you sung a song for March that picket line Have you been to jail for justice? Oh, you're a friend of mine Now the law's supposed to serve us And so are the police When that system fails It's up to us to speak our peace It takes eternal vigilance For justice to prevail So get courage from your convictions Let them haul you off to jail have you been to jail for justice? I want to shake your hand. Sitting in and lying down are ways to take a stand. Have you sung a song for freedom or marched that picket line? Have you been to jail for justice? Will you go to jail for justice? Have you been to jail for justice? Oh, you're a friend of mine. I'm Ben Grosscup, and I serve as the executive director of the People's Music Network for Songs of Freedom and Struggle, which Anne Feeney was an active member of for many years, including before I ever got involved with the organization. I first encountered Anne when I was 18, but it was from a very long distance. It was the year 2000, and I was organizing with groups that were actively resisting U.S. sanctions on Iraq. As an artistic contribution to the movement, I was working on a compilation album of songs telling a musical history of the U.S. war on the Iraqi people. I even had a couple of original songs to add to the compilation. I sort of knew my songs were not all that polished or well-developed as songs, and although I still believed in these songs at some level, I knew I would need help from other artists to do any justice to the subject matter. I put out a call for songs by way of an email discussion list hosted by the People's Music Network. At the time, I knew nothing about Anne, and I knew nothing about the People's Music Network. Anne had written a song called Shell Game about the first Iraq war. In it, she sang, As the burning oil wells lit the sky, we hailed the new world order. She called George H.W. Bush the master of the cloak and dagger and her lyrics drove a wedge right into the ideological justification for war at the time. She mailed me a CD with that song on it, free of charge. When it arrived, and I put it in to listen, I started feeling like my project was a real project. Her contribution had significantly increased the percentage of professional recordings I had confirmed for the compilation. I was euphoric that I had managed to connect with an activist rock star. As I think back on it now, I'm struck by the generosity she had to be able to freely offer her own music just because there was a kid somewhere saying that the music meant something. The next time I recall seeing Anne was in 2014 at the People's Music Network Winter Gathering, 
By that time, I had been hired as PMN's executive director. She played a song at the Round Robin that blew my socks off called Nursing As Fast As We Can. Eventually, I learned that song, and it set me on a path of playing songs for nurses' unions. Anne Feeney, perhaps more than any other artist of her time, trod the path of creating a musical culture within the U.S. labor movement. On a few occasions, I asked Anne to tell me her stories about playing on the road and navigating the world uh, as a rabble-rousing labor troubadour. There were many stories of triumph, but there were also stories that helped me to dispel any illusions I might have had about pursuing such a career path. The fact that the sobering tales came from a true master of the craft only made the stories more sobering. As I got to know Anne more, I realized that the practical challenges of her chosen career path could not deter her from following that path because she believed in the music and she believed in the power of solidarity which that music unleashed. But when I reflect upon the opportunities I've had to play for organized workers who are taking big risks to fight for a better life, it is really Anne, and a small handful of others, but especially Anne, whose life work has kept this tradition alive. I'm grateful to Anne for her songs and what she did to make the singing of these songs a respectable profession. I miss you, Anne. Was it a shell game from the master of the cloak and dagger? Was it a shell game from the master of the cloak and dagger? When you saw naked aggression, did you forget about recession? When you watched him kick some ass, did you forget the underclass? Who could spare a moment for the homeless or the poor? Who cares about the deficit? We want a glorious war. Or was it a shell game from the master of the cloak and dagger? If you spoke of education, did you lose your concentration? If you thought of unemployment, did it spoil the game's enjoyment? As the burning oil wells lit the sky, we hailed the new world order. Don't think of all those Kurdish children starved along the border, caught in the shell game from the master of the cloak and dagger. Must we all avert our eyes and walk in lockstep with this man? What about the hundred thousand that we buried in the sand. Let Whitney sing the song out, yellow ribbon, sea to sea. How could Iraq make reparations? Will there be future confrontations? Have we brought peace to all these nations? Or just restored some monarchy? We're 
nursing as fast as we can. We're running with bandages and bedpans. Our patients are sicker, the discharges are quicker, the reasons are slicker why we can't afford more nurses who are nursing as fast as we can. And more cuts in nursing are planned. Oh, the loads don't get lighter and the staffing is tighter and we're nursing as fast as we can. Your anxiety's legitimate, I'll grant. You've been admitted for a liver transplant. You watch the nurses scurry, everybody's in a hurry. You've just begun to worry that we won't have time for you. Our time is limited, you must understand. We can't do right by you within our budget. Your insurance plan's so tight that you can't even spend the night. We've got to send you home to do the best you can. Meanwhile, we're nursing as fast as we can. We're running with bandages and bedpans. The patients are sicker and the discharges are quicker. The reasons are slicker why we can't afford more nurses who are nursing as fast as we can. And more cuts in nursing are planned. Oh, the schedule's obnoxious and the pace is preposterous. We're nursing as fast as we can. I feel I must apologize to you. You messed your bed and had to lie in doo-doo. I was very busy, I was running in a tizzy. I over-optimistically thought I'd get back to you, but I had seven other patients too. One of them was bleeding in his pillow. When priorities were reckoned, it was you who came in second. First was all that I had time to do. Meanwhile, we're nursing as fast as we can. We're running with bandages and bedpans. The patients are sicker and the discharges are quicker. The reasons are slicker why we can't afford more nurses who are nursing as fast as we can. And more cuts in nursing are planned. Though infections are spreading and mistakes we are dreading, we are nursing as fast as we can. We worry for our patients, yes we do. They come to us much sicker than they used to. We know we need trained nurses, but the bosses watch their purses. When it's patient safety versus profit, we know what they'll do. Nurses who are registered must go. They hire nurses' aides because they're cheaper. They should know for patient's sake that this could be a grave mistake, but it's a chance they'll take to save a little dough. Meanwhile, we're nursing as fast as we can. We're running with bandages and bedpans. What's in them is stinking, just like management's thinking, as our standards are sinking, while the risks we take are rising like the salaries for those at the top. This misallocation must stop. Our superfluous superiors sit upon their posteriors in the comfy interiors of their offices and lounges while we're nursing as fast as we can. We must find a way to demand that patients won't be dying cause some corporations trying to cut nursing as fast as they can. Single payer friends, the only This is Roy Zimmerman. My wife Melanie Harvey and I will miss Anne Feeney terribly. We, we feel her loss deep in our hearts. Uh, we loved her for her indomitable spirit and her uh, ability to use music and humor 
as an activist, as a weapon against hatred, as, uh, against ignorance, um, and, uh, and to not take herself too seriously at the same time. We, 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 we could all learn a lesson from Anne. We learned many lessons from Anne. Um, thank you for making me a part of this. There's something that I've always wanted to say to you men. How would you like to hear this warning again and again? Look out, take care, beware. Be careful whatever you do. Watch every move you make or something will happen to you. <laughs> Suppose that boys were made of sugar and spice. Like girls were snails and puppy dogs' tails. are easily roused to passion and lust you're asking for trouble waiting alone at night for a bus she could be the one miss right the one you can't live without she could be one of those ones your daddy warned you about it could be a friend who threatens your body and life it could be your teacher your mother your lover Remember to button your shirt For if you're attacked and abused And take the woman to court The cops are all women The judges are women They'll say you were dressed for sport The doctors are women The lawyers are women They'll say you were asking for it Each time you open the paper Another man Beaten and battered or raped And murdered and dumped in a ditch Sure. 
half of the human race. Hi, my name is Pat Lamana, and I met Anne Feeney through the People's Music Network. At the 2010 Winter Gathering, she heard me sing a song I'd written and immediately asked me to sing it into her recording device so she could learn it. One of the proudest moments of my life was when she covered that song called The Man I Voted For on Michael Stock's radio show and later at Kerrville. She then spent over an hour on the phone with me explaining why I needed to join a performing rights organization. She was so generous with her time and her encouragement. If you go on YouTube and search for Anne Feeney and The Man I Voted For, you can see a video of her performing the song for Michael Stock's show. Thank you, David, for giving me this chance to appreciate Anne. kitchen. I got to spend time with Ann Feeney around the campfire at the Kerrville Folk Festival down in Texas. And Ann is justifiably remembered for her great rabble-rousing political songs. But in that setting around the campfire, she also played some very beautiful ballads and displayed a softer side that I'd never heard before, especially one beautiful ballad about the women behind the Irish Revolution while the men were out fighting being heroes, the women who had to stay at home and keep the families together through the hard times there. So Anne, we'll keep you in our hearts, and thanks for the music. I wed myself a hero now, I live my life alone. 
His young life was a forfeit one, he dared defy the throne. Hi, yes, the cause is noble, and he died for what is right. But I find no consolation in our lonely home tonight. I wed myself a hero now, I'll spend my life alone. My lover is a fugitive, his whereabouts unknown. The last time that I saw him cost the few pounds that I had. And now another Bobby Jew will never know her dad. I wed myself a hero now, I'll spend my life alone. My true love's gone to suffer behind barbed wire and stone. They say he gets my letters, but I haven't much to write. And our marriage bed is empty now, and I cannot sleep at night. My curse on the injustice that has torn our lives apart. As surely I did nothing wrong in giving him my heart. And will our children be condemned to do the same in time? I swear I'd gladly take his place, but would anyone take mine? I wed myself a hero now, I'll spend my life alone. And I must do the best I can to see our children grown. Somewhere tonight they'll raise a glass to the lads who gave their lives. But who will sing a ballad for their children or their wives? My curse on the injustice that has torn our lives apart. As surely I did nothing wrong in giving him my heart. And will my sons and daughters face this destiny as well? My love has gone to rest in peace. It's I who live in hell. Tengo que estar Luchaba por la justicia 
quería desafiar La casa es noble Pero la van a matar Y el dolor no se alivia En nuestro triste hogar Me casé con un héroe Estoy viviendo sola Le llaman rebelde Nadie sabe dónde está La última vez que lo vi Le di mis pocas pesetas Y me dejó otra bebida Que nunca conocerá Casé con un héroe, sola debo vivir. Y tras el alambre de tu mi amor va a sufrir. Dicen que recibe mis cartas, no tengo mucho que escribir. Y en esta cama tan vacía, es difícil dormir La injusticia maldijo Que no My name is Ed Knox. Truly sad news to learn of Ann Feeney's passing. Ann was a true union maid and true union sister, and she, of course, member of the American Federation of Musicians, and for a period of time was president of her own musicians' local union. Local. Um, I was also a member of the American Federation of Musicians for a while. My local was 20 dash. 623, 
uh, in Denver, the Denver Musicians Association. I had the honor to have met Ann, and I also I made my living as an electrician as a member of the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 68 in Denver. And I had the honor to introduce Ann to the folks gathered at an IBEW 68 summer picnic and she graced us all with a short performance. Um, needless to say, uh, she was very well received. It was very appreciated, very much appreciated. And her performance was, of course, <laughs> awesome. She will be sorely missed. May she rest in peace. about them ain't right 
just cross right over a picket line Pay no attention to a picket sign They're called scabs, scabs The lowest life form spawned in nature's lab They got no brains, they got no heart Scabs are tearing our communities apart They might be reptilian The blood flows like ice in their veins Or extraterrestrial recyclers that use shit for brains. Now, what does it mean to have the right to strike when companies do anything they like, like using scabs? Scabs. The lowest form of life found in nature's lab. They got no brains, they got no heart. Scabs are tearing our communities apart. Now, before we had our unions, let me tell you, conditions were bad. Understaffed, overworked, underpaid, till we finally got mad. But then when we walked out to protect our rights, they just gave away our jobs to those parasites, to those scabs. The lowest form of life found in nature's lab They got no brains, they got no heart Scabs are tearing our communities apart I could puke watching co-workers turned into weasels and traitors They must be pod people hatched by those corporate raiders And insider traders You know, our labor laws are crazy, they're so damn two-faced. They say I haven't been fired, just permanently replaced by scabs, scabs. The lowest form of life found in nature's lab. They got no brains, they got no heart. Scabs are tearing our communities apart. I'll listen to your mama. When you think you gotta grab your striking neighbor's job I guess you gotta be a scam Hey everybody, this is Billy Jonas I'm just hearing this news that Anne has passed away I'm so sad Anne Feeney was a raconteur of the finest caliber She's a storyteller and a muse and a singer and a rabble rouser and a galvanizer of hearts and souls to do the right thing and to walk on the right path towards justice. And she's an unforgettable part of my past and my present and my future. I'll never forget her standing up and belting out union songs, acapella at the top of her lungs, no matter what the context, whether people were ready or not. She just the time was now, wherever she was and whatever she was doing, the time was now for a song. She was never limited by uh, lack of an instrument or lack of uh, a context that was ready for her. She she made the context. We've, we've lost a great spirit, but that spirit lives on for sure in our minds and our hearts. I hope you have a chance to listen to her music. 
listen up. We've got a war zone here today, right in our heartland. And across the USA, these multinational bastards don't use tanks and guns, it's true. But they've declared a war on us, fight back, it's up to you. death of you and me, but we're not unarmed. Our weapons, solidarity, Jim Beals and Karen Silkwood, the list goes on and on. With every year that passes, 60,000 more gone. Oh, it's a war on the workers. War on the workers. Oh, it's a war on the workers. War on the workers. Oh, it's a war on the workers. And it's time we started calling the shots. When they boost your car, and I'm a 78-year-old raging granny currently living in Durham, North Carolina. As a child of the 1940s and the daughter of a union man, I was raised on the music of Woody Guthrie and Pete Seeger. I learned to sing Union Made, Roll the Union On, and Solidarity Forever, the way other kids were raised on Zippity Doo Dah and Inky Dinky Doo. 
Singing labor songs was in my blood, but in the years that I was finishing my education, moving around the country, working, raising children, and welcoming grandchildren into the fold, I never did get to meet Ann Feeney until after I became a raging granny. It was in 2006. I was out in the streets, as usual, with the South Florida gaggle of raging grannies. We were standing alongside the highway in front of a drive through Burger King, waving our signs and singing in support of the Immokalee workers who were striking for a raise of a penny a pound on the tomatoes they picked that would end up on Burger King's Whoppers. We were just getting started singing a song I had written about the strike when a woman I had never seen before came up behind me and reading from my song sheet over my shoulder started singing along accompanying us on her guitar. It was, of course, Anne Feeney who had come down from Pittsburgh to support the strike. Our friendship took off from there. I started booking her for gigs here and there and she stayed at our home on more than one occasion while touring. I sponsored several of her appearances both in Florida and in North Carolina, and we Raging Grannies opened for her at least a couple of times. One of the last times I saw her was in 2014, before she started doing her tours of Ireland, I think, when I invited her to come down to North Carolina to do a fundraiser for the Moral Monday Forward Together movement at a local Unitarian Universalist church here in Durham. I remember her concert brought in over $5,000, and the Reverend William Barber came and delivered some spot-on remarks about Kairos, the concept of seizing the opportune moment to deliver one's message, and how the moment was right to fight for living wages. It was quite an evening. Anne and I corresponded by email quite a bit, and I would read her chatty newsletters whenever she sent them. She might have been far away, but somehow she and her music were always close by. When I would teach my silver-haired line dance classes, we would dance to whatever happened to the eight-hour day, and hearing it always brought a smile. While quilting alone in my sewing studio, Anne would be singing to me from one of her CDs, yeah, I'm that old, also bringing a smile. And in those moral Monday days, when I and more than a thousand other North Carolinians were arrested for the, cr for the crime of speaking truth to power, Anne's song, Have You Been to Jail for Justice, rang clearly in our hearts. She was always with us. Anne may never have known just how much she traveled with me and how much she still does, but I know I will never forget her, and I'll be forever grateful for her friendship, for her songs, and for the comradeship and solidarity that still speaks to all of us through her music.
Hi, my name is Reggie Harris, and I remember that the first time I saw Ann Feeney was at a People's Music Network gathering, probably in Philadelphia, and I saw her, this red-haired, brash, energetic, loud woman who had this great singing voice and this passion that was not to be denied. Over the years, I got to meet her a few times, and I actually got to go to Nashville to record with her on one of her albums. I remember that she just was so gracious and her songs were so powerful and she was just really a wonderful artist to work with, but she was fearless and clearly just passionate about justice. Every time I think about Anne, I just think about infusing the power of song into everything that we do, something that she did with absolute and total passion and she will be greatly missed. What a wonderful spirit. Well, I went down to the rich man's house and I took back what he stole from me. Took it back, took back my dignity, took back my humanity. Oh, I went down to the rich man's house and I took back what he stole from me. Took it back, took back my dignity, took it back, took back my Governor's house and I 
This is Peter Alsop. I loved Ann Feeney, her spirit and passion, her politics and music. We met years ago at the Oregon Country Fair. I got to play with her on her single-payer tour through California at the Musicians' Union. She sang with me on the main stage at Kerrville a number of times. And as I thought about what I wanted to say, the only thing I could think of is this song written by Cy Khan. Old fighter, you sure took it on the chin. Where'd you ever find the strength to stand? Never giving up or giving in. You know I just want to shake your hand because people like you help people like me go on. Go on, people like you help people like me go on. Old battler with a scar for every town. You thought you were no better than the rest. And you wore your colors every way but down. And all you ever gave us was your best. But you know that people like you help people like me go on. Go on, people like you help people like me go on. Old dreamer, with a world in every thought, where'd you find the courage to keep on? And you always gave as good as what you got. And I hope that when my time is almost gone, they'll say that people like me helped people like you go on. Go on, because people like you help people like me go on. Go on, go on. Sail on, Annie. We're keeping on here following in your footsteps. Thank you for showing us the way. Yeah.
racial profiling, violence must cease. When will they learn it? No justice, no peace. Educate our children, not put them in jail. By whatever means necessary, we must prevail. Our cities are crumbling, our schools are disgrace, and we're building more jails, putting weapons in space. been enjoying all this wonderful music from Anne Feeney and also all these testimonials from people who've been touched by her mm. and um, you know it's it's it we want this to be a real celebration of all that she's done and of course this only scratches the surface it's only the tip of the iceberg and mm-hmm. we hope that it'll inspire some of you who don't know her music to seek it out and she has some wonderful recordings Unfortunately, some of the recordings I love are no longer available. I have some things on cassette <laughs> <laughs> that I can't can't find on on CD. But I think she's repackaged some of those songs into other things. Yeah. So, well, if you want to play one of the songs, I'll just do this in the background, David. Shh. Oh, is that for the cassette? Yeah, that's the okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to quit my day job then. Okay, uh, so yeah, <laughs> there was this. There was very moving. Those songs are great. Um, and we have one more for you uh, before we leave. Yeah, so first we'll hear uh, a little bit from David Rovix, and then finally a song called We Do the Work from the late, great John Fromer. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Utah called Anne the best labor singer in America. Anne loved that quote, as any sane person would, and used to say it was, not bad, coming from the best labor singer in America. I agree with both of them. Thank you, Anne Feeney, for all the organizing, all the songs, all the encouragement, and all the good times. Love the ship, we run the land.
you've been listening to Music for the New Revolution. I'm Rodney Wittenberg. I'm David Heitler-Clevens. Music for the New Revolution is recorded at Melody Vision Recording Studios and produced, written, and edited by David Heitler-Clevens and Rodney Wittenberg. And special thanks to our interns from Oberlin College, Valerie Kellner and Julian Worth. You can find us at musicforthenewrevolution.com or MFTNR. Like us on Facebook and follow our Spotify playlist. And our podcasts can be found on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can also be a patron, a supporter of our podcast on Patreon. This is Music for the New Revolution. Bank accounts in Bahamas, Wall Street crime will never send you to the slammer. Tell all the children in the arms of the mamas, the F-15 is a homicide.